Is one of IU's most intriguing quarterback options making a move to wide receiver? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, June 13th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online had you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Donovan McCauley was a really intriguing quarterback option. Last season, he got on the field at the end of the year, uh, really more the second half of the year with Pennix out, with Jack Tuttle out, with um, guys injured, and uh, Dexter Williams injured it during fall camp meant that he saw the field probably earlier than uh, IU wanted. It seemed like they wanted to redshirt him. Uh, That wasn't the case. He had to play. And he showed potential. He showed flashes. He also showed that he wasn't really ready to make an impact yet, though that's not shocking. He was a athlete turned quarterback, uh, true freshman, playing in the Big Ten. You got to be elite of the elite to make an impact as a quarterback, as a true freshman in the Big Ten. So it wasn't stunning that he didn't make that impact. But it sounds like he might be moving positions to wide receiver. Uh, More than sounds like, it seems like that's actually what's happening. So in case you guys missed it, last week, IU play-by-play guy Don Fisher, the legend, the GOAT himself, went on Indiana Sports Talk 107.5 FM in the fam and was asked about the quarterback position. He straight up, (laughs) I don't think he was supposed to, Straight up said that McCauley's moving to wide receiver. Uh, the Indy Star tried to ask an IU spokesperson about it on Friday. They said they have no comment, but they weren't going to confirm or deny that McCauley had been moved. I checked as I record this on Sunday evening. He's still listed as a quarterback on the roster, but here's what Don Fisher said exactly. Quote, they've taken Donovan McCauley out of the quarterback role and they've moved him to wide receiver. I think you're going to see some spectacular things out of this kid before he's done at IU. He's a terrific athlete. He's 6'5". He can really, really run. That's one thing he did last year when he was called upon to play at quarterback. 100% true. You could see the athleticism, get the ball in his hands, and he made some big plays. Uh, He struggled with a lot of the quarterback things, making reads, uh, reading the defense to get the ball downfield, things like that. Seemed like IU wanted to protect him from himself by the end of the year and make sure he wasn't injured heading into the offseason, which is why they went to the walk-on by the end of the year and that it was just a lost season anyway, so there was no point in getting uh, McCauley hurt. But sounds like McCauley's future now is going to be at the wide receiver position. This isn't entirely like out of the blue necessarily. As I said, he was an athlete coming out of High school, he was leaning to wanting to play quarterback, but Missouri, for example, offered him uh, a scholarship as a wide receiver. So he it was a position that some saw him as anyway. So it's intriguing that IU is going about this route. We didn't see a ton out of him last year. Um, 
as a quarterback to the flashes you saw weren't specific to him playing quarterback, I guess is the best way to phrase it. He had athleticism. He had skill in the open field. He had speed. None of those are like specific to playing the quarterback position. You can play wide receiver and have all those same flashes and probably make a little bit more of an impact. And so I, I think also if you're looking toward the future, his best chance of potentially making the NFL is probably as a 6'5 wide receiver with a ton of athleticism. Uh, so it sounds like maybe he he and the coaching staff kind of found an agreement on that. Um, there was a report, I don't know specifically about this part, that he might redshirt. <laughs> I don't know specifically. Um, I'd be surprised because the wide receiver group for Indiana is – we're going to talk about them probably next week. Uh, they are a little bit of a mess. There's nothing really returning that is um, proven. So it's there's room for him to come in and make an impact. Now, maybe the red shirt is because this is a position change. And while he may know the routes, running them, learning to run as a wide receiver, all that's a little different. But I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't redshirt and was played uh, as a wide receiver. I you you saw the flashes. I think it could work. It reminds me a bit of Reese Taylor and his time at Indiana early on, where he was a wide receiver. Then he had to come back to quarterback because of injuries. Went back to wide receiver. Eventually went into the secondary, where he became a decent, uh, probably above average cornerback. Uh, for the Hoosiers so it's the type of guy you just want to get onto the field however you can if his future is not going to be quarterback move him to wide receiver where he can get on the field and make an impact that way but it's really interesting because McCauley showed flashes it seemed like he might be the future quarterback of the program but um, if this sees him get on the field more and make more of an impact that way I'm not against it so it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. It pretty much guarantees that he isn't in the running to be the starting quarterback next season, which I don't think it, I, I, it's a two horse race. It has been with Jack Tuttle and Connor Baselick. So uh, I think that more just confirmed it than anything else, but I I'm not surprised by that. So we'll see how this shakes out, but uh, it's, it's interesting and maybe this leads him getting on the field and making more of an impact next season than he would have, if he would have stayed at the quarterback position. Indiana-Kentucky high school all-star game was over the weekend, and then IU Prospect had a huge couple of games and earned MVP honors. We'll talk about his performance here in a moment. BetOnline.net, though, is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, uh, the Stanley Cup, MLB, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Uh, I used Bet Online this weekend to make some UFC uh, bets that I did not win because I stink at betting on UFC. I would contend that there might not be anything tougher than betting on UFC fights, but uh, there might not be anything more fun than betting on UFC fights, just the general unpredictability of it. But I used Bet Online this weekend. I lost money, but as fun as ever 
on a really, really awesome UFC card this weekend. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting and esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus the Odyssey Insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you guys do not miss a pick. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day as well. Let's talk some Indiana-Kentucky High School All-Star Game. We'll talk about this in a minute. I'm a little surprised this is still going on. But C.J. Gunn was named the MVP of the game at Southport on Saturday. Uh, Indiana won 101-81 to in that contest. Uh, he scored a game-high 21 points in 19 minutes. He was on fire early on and really led the Hoosiers to jump out ahead and not look back in that one. Uh, it was the culmination of a weekend in which he was really, really good. Should have fans really excited about what the future holds. Uh, there's been so much talk about Jalen Hood, Shafino, Malik Renault, rightfully so. A couple five-star guys that come in, but CJ Gunn is really interesting. We talked about him a bit this year out of Lawrence North. Um, his season was delayed, but once he got on the court, he was he he can fill it up. Uh, he also added four rebounds and assists, a steal, and a turnover in that game on Saturday. It was 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, 6 of 6 from the free throw line. I believe he had like 9 of the first 15 points for Indiana. Like I said, they won by 20 in that game, and that was the closer of the two games on the weekend. In Friday's game at in Kentucky, he scored 20 points in 23 minutes. He went 8 of 18 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line. IU won that game 104 to 77, which, again, this has been kind of a lopsided rivalry. Um, I was going to say in recent years, but it extends even further than that. Um, I It was one of those things that was really fun when they first did it, and there was a lot of years where it was – strong and competitive and whatnot, but it feels like Indiana high school basketball has kind of stayed at this level or gone up and Kentucky has gone down. Um, I don't know. As a traditionalist, it's a fun thing to look forward to. Maybe you start up something with Illinois instead, play it in uh, Chicago and Indianapolis. I'm not really sure how, how that would work, but um, yeah, it, as is it, it, I don't love it. <laughs> it's it does it's it's fun. It's it's whatever, but um, it's kind of past this expiration date for me. But I'm not going to complain. It's a high school all star game. Like if people want to play it, if people want to go to it, if people want to watch it, so be it. I do miss that it isn't at um, Gamebridge Fieldhouse anymore. It was at Southport, like I said this weekend. I'm guessing they probably can't draw the crowds anymore to those games. So. Um, and also the Gamebridge field house is being used for some fever games and stuff like that. So I don't know if there is a scheduling issue or what, but it was fun. I went a couple times. I watched Cody play in the <clears throat> all-star game 
uh, at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. So it's been fun to go watch those. Maybe it's just lacking the star appeal anymore uh, to make it kind of this must-see event. But uh, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think, if it should continue going on or if it should be scrapped. Um, You guys can watch the episodes on YouTube. You guys can subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Leave a comment, a rating, and let me know what you guys think of the Indiana-Kentucky series. Also, a little tidbit from – Peegs, I use four freshmen are going to be living together this season. CJ Gunn told that. Jeff Rabjohns, um, Malik, Jalen Hood, Shafino, CJ Gunn, Caleb Banks, all going to live together this year. They talked about wanting to be build that chemistry on the court as well as off the court. So, shout out to them. I don't know if there's a, if there are four people dorm rooms. I know. Uh, it's been a while since I've looked into the living situation of IU athletes. I know they used to mainly live at Briscoe as freshmen. I don't know if there are four-person dorm rooms there. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on campus. I don't, maybe they are allowed to live in apartments now. I'm not sure. But uh, four roommates or three roommates uh, your first year is fair enough. That that will be that would be a lot. Uh, I ended up living with five people one year, and that was a lot. Uh, that was a couple of years on campus, though, and uh, at school. But fair enough. If you want to live with four guys in a dorm room, be my guest. Let's talk about some potential, more potential Hoosiers. Xavier Booker uh, scheduling an unofficial visit to IU, one of the top prospects in 2023's class. And another Montverde uh, prospect that is visiting Bloomington as well. We'll talk about both those guys here in a moment. Xavier Booker has been someone that is absolutely flying up recruiting boards uh, this spring into this summer, and he will be planning or he will be taking us, not planning, he's taking his unofficial IU visit this week on Wednesday. Uh, He will be in Bloomington. The plan is, it sounds like, to watch IU's practice and then spend time with the coaching staff, Mike Woodson. Kenya Hunter has been big on recruiting him. The rest of those guys, Walsh, everybody like that, that's a part of the recruiting or the coaching staff, be spending some time with him. It is an unofficial visit. I don't specifically know the differences between the two. Um, I think one of them is IU pays for everything when it's an official visit, but nonetheless, he did also take a junior year visit to IU. So, like, he's been to Bloomington. Uh, for visits multiple times now. Obviously, this guy has a who's who recruiting him. We've talked about him uh, multiple times on the show over the past couple months. Uh, As I said, he was someone, he's from Cathedral. He was a four-star recruit that IU was kind of going after a little bit, and then he's had an incredible, incredible spring. He shot all the way up to number four overall in the recruiting class for 2023, IU kind of upped its involvement. There was always a scholarship offer there, so it wasn't like they weren't involved. It was just now that he's the number four prospect and having as big of a a spring as he's having, IU is a lot more involved. He earned MVP honors at Pangos' All-American camp uh, last week. I saw a lot about how well he was playing at that camp. Uh, That had a lot of talent there from the recruiting class. He shined brighter than basically everybody. So he is flying high. So we talk about star power in that Indiana-Kentucky game. 
you get somebody like Xavier Booker, maybe he can be that type of guy, uh, real big, uh, power forward, center type who can step out and knock down some threes. So really, really intriguing candidate. There were NBA scouts at that All-American camp watching as well. So I we, we've heard the stories about uh, Mike Woodson being the closer of sorts. I don't expect him to close anything this weekend, but uh, talking to Mike Woodson and that, that's – IU fans should feel confident if a recruit is talking to Mike Woodson because I think he's only going to improve the situation. Uh, I know Xavier Booker, his father, are going to be on campus on Wednesday, so looking forward to hearing maybe some reports about that. Class of 2024, four-star prospect Asa Newell is visiting IU today, Monday, as you listen to this. Uh, he's a 6'8 power forward out of Montverde Academy, obviously, Becoming a bit of a pipeline, at least last season, for IU with Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Renault coming from there. They've had a number of guys. K.J. Evans has um, talked about Indiana. I think he's got a scholarship offer from them as well. So uh, IU definitely has some inroads into Montverde Academy. Newell is ranked number 41 in that 2024 class by 247 Sports. He has offers from all sorts of, of top five or top six, I guess, in college basketball programs, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Illinois. Uh, he is a prospect with growing interest. If IU wants to build a, this pipeline stronger between them and Montverde, Montverde pushes out some incredible talent. I am all for it. So we'll see. How that visit goes, uh, again, that is that one is taking place today. Uh, so we'll see if there's any information that comes out for that as well. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you Wednesday. We had a conversation with Locked on Rockets talking about Eric Gordon. It was a really fun conversation. Maybe the most fun uh, of these conversations that we've had. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed these because I enjoyed doing them, but this Eric Gordon one is a lot of fun. So look forward to that on Wednesday. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. Uh, Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, big boards. Follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, leave a quick rating and review if you haven't already. Helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys, have a terrific, terrific Monday in LAO.